A select few survivors are tasked with colonizing and repopulating a new Earth. Strong female characters drive the action in this dystopian post-apocalyptic thriller. Georgia, one of several beautiful genetic exotics, dares to break free from the tightly controlled social structures that forces women like her into a life of sexual slavery and forbids all women to bear and raise their own babies. Enter the Hatchery. Chapter 12 Plan B Georgia placed her thumb on the scanner by the door of the exotic storm and listened for the familiar click of the lock before opening it and letting herself in. Iris was just a few feet away, standing on her head in the foyer, apparently in the middle of her daily yoga routine. Her odd posture didn't prevent Iris from passing judgment on her roommate's appearance. What's wrong with you? You look weird. Oh, really? Try not looking at me upside down, then. Georgia pulled off her jumpsuit, letting it drop into an orange pile of fabric around her feet before stepping out of it. She didn't bother to pick it up, but moved past Iris toward their shared dorm room. Well, okay, Miss Sensitive, sorry. Iris expertly swung her slender body away from the wall and landed softly like a cat. She followed Georgia to their room, catching the door quickly before Georgia could slam it shut against her intrusion. Hey, what's up? she demanded. What's the matter with you? Georgia sat at the edge of her bed and stared across the room. I can't really talk about it right now, Iris. Just leave me alone, okay? I need some space. Iris's disapproving frown was her only acknowledgement of her roommate's request. She sat cross-legged on the floor by the side of the bed. I'm not leaving until you talk to me. What happened? Did Franklin dump you? No, Franklin didn't dump me. Georgia responded irritably. Thanks for that vote of confidence, though. Franklin and I are good, I guess. Georgia wouldn't make eye contact as she spoke, which told Iris more than words could ever convey. Iris and Georgia were like an old married couple. Although they were about as opposite as two people could be, the years spent in close quarters as roommates in this strange menagerie of exotics taught them to read each other's minds or at least each other's tone and body language to a high level of accuracy. Then what's wrong? Iris pulled herself off the floor and sat next to her roommate. Tell me. Maybe I can help. Georgia took a deep breath, mentally stalling and weighing whether Iris actually could help her or if telling her about her predicament would prove too dangerous. She exhaled slowly and looked closely into Iris's black eyes. Franklin and I are pregnant, she whispered. 
Iris laughed. That's it? That's no big deal. I got pills for you. You get some little cramps and then it's gone. Let me go get them. She jumped up from the bed, but Georgia grabbed her by the arm, holding her in place. No, I don't want to get rid of it, Iris. Well, actually, it's already harvested. It's in the hatchery. Iris looked confused. Then what are you worried about? The RTs will get rid of it for you. They do it all the time. She paused, staring at her friend's anguished expression and understood. Oh, you don't want to get rid of it? Georgia's pale complexion flushed pink as she nodded. I want to save it. I need to save it. She started to shake as she struggled with her emotions. I want something that is really mine, you know? But I don't know how I'm going to save my baby. Iris looked at Georgia incredulously, weighing her fear of the realignment center with her loyalty to her friend. Georgia watched the emotional versus rational wrestling match going on behind Iris's expressive face. Iris never bothered to hide her feelings. At last, Iris released an exaggerated sigh. Okay, I'm going to help you. Really? I know, I'm stupid and crazy, right? But I'm bored, too. I need some excitement. What's more exciting than tricking the authorities? She placed her slender, carefully manicured hand in Georgia's. We need a clever plan. You need me, because, no offense, you're way too sweet and nice. You need a cunning bitch to figure this out for you. Iris, we've only got five weeks to do it. Tiffany, the RT, said they screen all the embryos when they reach five weeks. I've got to find a way to get into the hatchery and pull some kind of switch. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. She twirled a section of her long black hair around her finger. When do you go back to the RC? Well, that's a problem. I just went in for a harvest, so I'm not expected back until my next cycle. That's about four and a half weeks from now, and I'm going to be in for a pairing, not a harvest. I'm scheduled to meet Samuel in the courtship lounge. I've got to get into the hatchery somehow, but the timing is off. I don't know how I'm going to make this work. Iris thought as she sucked on the same section of hair. I'm going in for a pairing next week. Daniel's working that shift. Do you know Daniel? No, I don't think so. Tiffany is usually the RT on shift when I go in. Daniel's a very nerdy guy. He has no game, but I see how he looks at me when I meet up with Rudolph in the courtship lounge. He looks at me like a sad little puppy dog, so sad. Maybe I could seduce him. I could distract him while you sneak into the hatchery. That's not easy to do. They keep the hatchery locked. It's a high-security facility. Hmm. You leave it to me, Iris said confidently, pulling the damp section of hair behind her ear. I'll get you in there, but you won't have much time to do what you need to do. 
Do you know where your embryo is? I'm pretty sure I do. Tiffany showed me around a few times. They label everything in there. My baby should be in the area where they keep the new harvest before they inspect and DNA test them. I just need to switch mine with one that has already passed inspection. It shouldn't be too hard. Iris rubbed her chin as she thought things through. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to call Rudolph and tell him to call in sick. He'll do that for me, no problem. He has a big crush on me. Then I'm going to show up at the RC and pretend I didn't get the message. I'll dress all sexy, like all hot to trot. And when Daniel tries to send me home, I'm going to tell his nerdy ass it's his lucky day. I'll find a way to leave the door unlocked so you can sneak in. Then I'll get him to take me into the hatchery. These nerdy guys fantasize about kinky sex all the time, you know. He will love having sex in front of a bunch of developing fetuses. I'll keep him busy while you make the switch. But you'll have to be quick because, she rolled her eyes, he's probably never had sex before. He's probably going to come right away. Georgia caught one of Iris's hands that was flying around as she excitedly devised this outrageously risky plan. She held it firmly in her lap. Look, this is really, really dangerous, Iris. I want you to think about it. Maybe sleep on it. I mean, I really, really appreciate this, but it's just really dangerous. Don't worry about it. I love you. You're my best friend and everything, but hey, let's face it. This exotic's life is so boring. She paused and smiled at Georgia. I'm not just doing this for you. This will be fun. She paused again. If it doesn't work and they catch us and send us to realignment. She swallowed hard. Maybe we tough warrior bitches can survive that too. She slapped Georgia on the arm, laughing as Georgia winced. Georgia rubbed her arm. This is gonna bruise. She pulled her lips into a tight grimace, knowing that Iris wasn't going to listen to reason. I still say you should sleep on it. I don't need to sleep on it. Iris grabbed Georgia's hand and intertwined her long, slim fingers in hers. Don't worry. I got this.